Hi, I'm Julian, and this is the WLB Podcast. Hello, everybody. We have a very well-recognized artist amongst us. Everybody's a fan of her work. There's, a, there's, a, there's an Instagram page called Femme Visionary. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. There are, there are mind-blowing uh, pieces of art there. And not only does she do the art, she also teaches you to do how, how to actually do all of those strokes, which I have found like, okay, though it looks, she does it very effortlessly. So <laughs> though it looks really simple, but when I actually get to doing it, it is a little hard. But I really love what her work and I think she's put in a lot of work and I think we just see one part of it in Instagram. So today's podcast, we're going to discuss about what she's been up to and what all things does she offer in, on Femme Visionary and what's the story behind this. So welcome Madhu. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Uh, please uh, introduce yourself to our uh, listeners. Um, okay, so I am an artist, um, currently a surface pattern designer as well as an entrepreneur. So I started, technically it didn't start as a business, I started about two, two and a half years ago, two, three years ago. I started with an Instagram page, it was something that I did just out of joy, it was just something that I started, I was super excited. Um, and then opportunities came in, there was a bunch of things that happened and um, about four, four months back I left my full-time job, went full-time into my business and so I've been doing this and it's now a business that has multiple revenue streams and it's grown, it's grown massively um, from just an initial fun thing. <laughs> so yeah. So it's been just four months? Um, since I went full-time so I've been kind of doing stuff but I didn't um, I wasn't really into it full-time I was still working somewhere and I was doing this on the side it was just like I wasn't taking it too seriously um, but four months back I decided you know it's time and what happened was I was making more money which is kind of like I don't know I think that's like a very good way to know when you want to go full-time into something is when my hobby that I was spending two, three hours was making me more money, was giving me so much more, um, so much more than my full-time job. That's when I realized that, you know, it makes sense to actually leave the full-time and mm-hmm. go into this. So, yeah, it was... That's amazing. So, uh, I mean, by hobby, do you mean that like you've been doing this ever since you were a kid or was it like something you just struck upon? Um, drawing was something I did as a kid like I used to draw as a child like I loved drawing I was a kid who would sit in the back of uh, like class and just draw I was always that kid um, very quiet very shy and I would talk a lot as well but I would be basically drawing and talking so I used okay. to love um, drawing I started with doodles henna designs and then um, as time went by I kind of went into watercolors and so I've been doing watercolors for about 10 years now but I never like I never explored it that much I used to play around with Mm -hmm. it then work would come in so you know it was very Mm -hmm. on and off but with Instagram because I started it became a dedication where I had to paint 
every day or I had to paint at least something um, over the weekend so I could post. It became a commitment, um, which mm-hmm. was a good thing. So now I have very strong style, uh, which before it was just like for fun. So there was no like actual voice. There was no, there's nothing mm-hmm. identifiable that it was my work. But as mm-hmm. I kept painting it every day, it, like now I can tell, you know, now people can tell me like, oh, isn't this your work? Like they themselves know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, like, how did you research further into this? Did you study that yourself first? How to do brush strokes and? Um, I would say it's completely self-taught. Like, though I did mm-hmm. learn the medium. So basically, it was um, I when I was doing the drawing part, I used to I did have like books and references that I learned from, um, and mm-hmm. I was in fashion. So in fashion, we actually had a course that went into fashion illustration using watercolor so that was the first time i explored the medium um so i learned the basics but the thing is it was again in terms of fashion it wasn't what i do right now at all so all of that was very self explore like a lot of self-exploring a lot of trial error a lot of testing and seeing what i actually like um but i haven't actually taken a proper course that went into it so it's not um it's something that i developed on my own most of the things are like that's nice yeah. We should have patents in art as well, not just science and <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, we can definitely like the moment I see leaves and I I see uh, furry animals, really cute ones. I know that this is from Pem Visionary. <laughs> it can't be from anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's in a reel, if I'm scrolling down and I I see, so that that's something. I, I mean, I I think you're you are you should be proud of this. Uh, that's something great that you've developed. So uh, like. Uh, when you mentioned uh, fashion as your uh, full-time job, what was it that you were doing? Could you tell us a little bit about your um, so job? So fashion basically was, um, so I did my degree in fashion um, and it was, I actually went to London and studied fashion as well. Mm-hmm. So it was mainly uh, designing garments. So I also worked in a college in uh, Bangalore, India for about two years I was teaching fashion at a college level so it was more of designing the creative side of things I think that's where a lot of my creativity uh, got honed in where I was trying a lot of things coming up with ideas coming up with collection names uh, really thinking about the story behind the collection story behind the artwork um, mm-hmm. so that was basically what I was doing and then uh, after that I shifted and I was working at an incubator where you basically work with businesses who are at mm-hmm. the early stage they want to launch their business so it was mainly in fashion so they were launching their fashion business and I was working mm-hmm. with them consulting helping them uh, with ideas helping mm-hmm. them how they can market their business plan and very tech the, basically the technical and the money side mm-hmm. of creativity mm-hmm. you know the business side okay. of creativity okay so that's what my actual job was and it was amazing it was, mm-hmm. it was really fun but mm-hmm. yeah good time for that so do you think <laughs> So do you think, uh, I mean, the experience has helped you in, when you're running your own business, like uh, the work that you did with your clients there, does knowledge from that actually help you price your art or your courses, which we have to get into? Uh, because, uh, uh, like I said, we have very limited information about it. And there's this, a lot of things happening. Like when I went to your website, it was like, oh my God, there's, there's a plethora of things. Okay, this is just, I've just seen a few things here, so I have to get you on board. That's why I uh, sent out the message. Uh, but coming back to my question, did your uh, experience from the uh, from your uh, work help you when you set this up? Do you have spreadsheets from that inspired? Uh, 
so this is interesting so basically i don't know um since i finished college i tried so much like i think that was a big thing for me because i tried so much i tested so much i was working in fashion in different um places so i was working as a designer mm-hmm. i was working in marketing i was working in graphics so i did a lot of playing around through that and i also went into freelancing so i was doing freelancing um, again with designing for a really long time and i used to be this person who loves research i love marketing i love learning about it it's not something i studied but i did a lot of research on it so when it actually came to my clients when i was working with uh, the incubator i actually kind of used the knowledge i had and as well as saw how it would work like in real time so it's not just mm-hmm. like knowing the knowledge in your head but actually seeing the results seeing how it comes across and what actually works and doesn't work in real life so that came mm-hmm. into the picture um I don't know I just I just love trying these things and I think the industry especially when you think about marketing it's so interesting in terms of pricing it's so interesting cuz um sorry did I get stuck No no you're still on Okay so uh the pricing structure I think it's it's really interesting cuz you know you can always price it so differently like you can go low scale you can go into something that you think is very affordable you can go into mid level you can go into high end and just depends on how you want to do that so all of that information i think i tested and tried so much that um it was a lot more easier with my business um mm-hmm. you know freelance cuz i started with like a very small rate like my freelance started off with hardly anything and then it just built up built up built up to a point where i was like wow like i went like 10 mm-hmm. times over my initial you know starting phase mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh i think sure, definitely mm-hmm. yeah um which is huge right because the thing is you i think the all of us have this idea that we need to undermine ourselves or like we need to charge a good price mm-hmm. like we have this idea that oh my god we can't charge too much people are not going to buy you know and each one mm-hmm. has that level of like what they think is possible mm-hmm. uh But yeah, when you go into like when you've tested and tried, so when I got a chance to work with companies, seeing the pricing that they use, I got to see what works and what doesn't work, and then mm-hmm. use based on what I felt like. So. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So you've had a time frame where you're managing both the the day job and uh, from Virginia, and that was like, was it really hard in terms of like was it stressful or was this a stress reliever? Like was from Virginia where you Like, so this is draw it out. This is, this is funny because I I'm a complete workaholic. Like I love because it's creative. First of all, it's a very creative industry. So my job was creative. Uh, the the femme visionary was creative. So it was all creative. So I loved it so much that I never felt like it was work. So I would just paint. I would do my things. Everything was very um, all the time. and i was a workaholic mm-hmm. like i had no social life i would have a social life online i would meet people but 90% mm-hmm. of my time was my business and i was so excited about it uh and mm-hmm. now oh, it's so funny cuz now when i went into my business full time i'm actually doing the opposite so now i take breaks i have like holidays <laughs> and so it's like when i was working full time i was actually more stressed out and now with mm-hmm. my business i'm just like Yeah, I can relax. So I take days off. Mm. I, you know, it's like I've made it my own. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's fun. nice. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious about the name as well. Like, why femme visionary? Why? So 
um it's actually the start to a very big plan to be honest like i had a very big vision of where i wanted this to go um and mm-hmm. now i'm in a starting stage so initially my plan was to uh support other artists uh, support other creative businesses and that was mm-hmm. why it was called fem visionary which is like fem for women uh females and visionary was like entrepreneurs creative anyone visionary so it was like fem visionary so that's what the initial thing was um and i started doing that i started promoting artists uh but i felt like i needed to also show my identity so that people also understand that there is something more and that they could trust me so basically by next month uh like fem i'll be launching courses that are mainly on business side of you know creativity marketing how do you do that and also mm-hmm. kind of supporting other artists supporting other creative people on my platform and you know giving them the chance uh to shine so, nice. that's awesome <laughs> like i that's really nice i mean uh, i think in the pandemic it brought out a lot of artists and cooks and like there were a lot of these inner skills coming out out front and i think thanks to the internet and thanks to instagram we were able to see all of that so I, that that's really nice like you're trying to it's like a chain you're trying to create a chain when you it's a business for you but you're actually helping other people make a business out of that that's really nice i mean the the thought behind the name is really nice So uh does uh, I, like have you done an MBA before or does uh like how how do you understand the business Sorry, side of the of things like, have you done an MBA or how do you how do you understand the business uh, part of it like Hello am I audible So the so I wouldn't say MBA is the basic thing um so business I believe it's more about the practical it's about the actual trying and testing and if you haven't tried and tested the mba doesn't help so i okay. haven't gotten a degree from it i was planning to but then i realized that they don't have updated information and i spoke to a lot of my friends who were doing mbas who were doing entrepreneurship as their main thing when i spoke to them i realized that a lot of them um didn't have the actual up to date information and they don't mm-hmm. have anything that's specific to small businesses people who want to start in a smaller scale that information is missing so i think it's very important that you actually have that skill of testing it out like if you've got practical knowledge nothing beats it uh so that is mm-hmm. one thing also i really believe in actually following your following your how would i say like your heart and your what works for you you know you can't follow what someone else tells you to do and that's mm-hmm. something that i'm completely against even in my art even when i'm teaching i'm always telling people to follow their heart and follow what they feel like follow their style you know that's very important mm-hmm. you can't like tomorrow if someone decides to copy everything that i did in my business do it exactly the way i did it they're still not going to get the results that i got uh because they didn't follow what they did so it's about doing what works for you mm that's that's nice so i think i've read this on twitter somewhere where it says and i'm starting a business is 10 times better than going for an mba so i think you've started on the right path uh, <laughs> well uh, i i think uh, can you talk a little bit more about your products and your courses uh what are the different offerings that fem missionary has you actually go theory because most of books and textbooks are not up to date uh and i remember because i was reading through all of this and i was looking at it and 
they don't even talk about social media in some of the courses they they don't talk about influencers because the information is not um up to date so <laughs> it's like the practical knowledge the practical world is going so much faster than these books can keep up true so uh like could you talk a little bit more about your products uh like the, the different things that you have uh, as an offering from fem visionary the courses and the products hello uh okay so we basically have um can you hear me yeah yeah i think it's fine it's now. your video is stuck okay. though okay. but so it's okay continue so i continue. do Oh, that's so weird. Okay. So the couple of things is that I have um courses for technical courses for people who want to learn uh watercolors. So I have courses on that. These are 6-week courses, very intensive, but it's all uh planned in such a way that people can take it at their own um at their own time what works for them. So that is the one thing. So they have courses. I have um products so I'm going to be launching my collection. It was supposed to be this week but it's going to be probably in Feb uh mm-hmm. along with my shop which is going to have products so things like t-shirts, mugs, cute stuff that you can buy with my products, things that you can gift people. Uh mm-hmm. and as I said in Feb I'm actually going to be launching my courses that are mainly on business side of art so business side of the creative world and that's coming up as well so there's a lot of things like since 2021 i have a bunch of things planned up i am getting my nlp certification for coaching done as well so uh-huh. that's going to be added into my courses and nlp i think is such a beautiful tool is something that i think is just coming more and more uh, into the market now but it's mm-hmm. basically it's neuro linguistic programming and it's uh working with your inner confidence working with your beliefs working with things like that to um mm-hmm. to help you in your life help you in your business so that's kind of the direction I'm going in uh bringing that coaching part into business mm-hmm. yeah nice lots of things for <laughs> i mean that's a large uh, set of things yeah. in plan i don't know how do you find the time to do all of this <laughs> but uh, that's yeah. I think uh, there's a Maya Angelou quote for this like the more <laughs> So what I was going to ask you before the thing went off was um, like, do you have any uh, inspiration or source of inspiration like do you travel the world or do you read something specific like though you have different products like um, cups or t-shirts the the art is very floral and it's uh, I think I, you have named also every product in a very very beautiful way i love the names and the collection names and also so what is it that is the source of all of the inspiration yeah. behind this um so actually go back to the nlp thing um so it was a lot of because for me to actually put up build a business do something with um with my art it was a lot of things that i had to work through in terms of my own confidence a lot of fears that came up a lot of standard thing like i think 
we've all heard it like artists starving artists you know it's a very stand up thing like artists struggle uh you have to if you have your own business you work 24/7 you don't get breaks you, you know all these things and i had to work through a lot of them and a lot of it happened through building up my own confidence going through gratitude uh, visualizing seeing a future for myself seeing uh, working through my beliefs working through limits that i had placed or i thought were there uh so that mm-hmm. kind of my inspiration that comes to art because i want to share that and uh that's why i said like nlp was a huge tool for me it really helped me uh break those boundaries made me believe in myself a lot more because it was just like releasing all those like fears that was in my head uh so <laughs> that kind of is the basis for my art when i go into painting i'm trying to nice. spread that word trying to get more people aware of things like gratitude just being positive life you know just seeing the positive in situations just seeing that you can have everything that you want and giving yourself that chance so um that's kind of everything that i do with my art the collections are named based on that cuz i want people to look at the art and get inspired see it get excited and make it a reminder for their life uh we all need more of that we all need that uh reminder <laughs> definitely so. definitely i think 2020 has taught us all uh you can't take anything for granted <laughs> so how was the the like for your business was uh, was it a blessing in disguise or do you do you feel that we definitely should have had a 2020 in our lives to like how do you look back on the on the on the year um so i think it it has a lot of different things for different people like some people really struggle there were a lot of losses i know i personally know people who have actually um they had a very bad from uh, the covid itself and i think it just depends on what you take you can sit back and see all the negative and you can see all the um unfortunate things or you can see it as a wake up call and i think a lot of people did see it as a wake up call that's why you had a lot of people like you know painting and cooking and trying new things because it was a wake up call for them to realize that they needed more in their life and work was in all of it so it gave us that chance to breathe to stop take uh you know just wake up see what your life is like can see if that's the life you want if you want to change you want to work more on it you want to try something new so it gave us all that chance um but i miss traveling that i miss a lot like i love traveling i travel every year some place and i couldn't so <laughs> that was awesome. Uh um, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh just for since we are on a video could you uh nice. I mean I I think I agree. Though meeting people I I miss meeting people being an extrovert. <laughs> it is it is too hard and that's why I have like let's do something online at least. <laughs> so I would like to uh just ask you uh <laughs> Yeah. Could you sh- uh like could you show any one piece of art and tell us what is the story behind that like what actually made you draw like any any one of the things that you remember if if it's handy it'll be great if you could show it or else just talk about something that has a story behind like you could share one of them what made you draw one specific thing or I have too many It's a very quick <laughs> one one I just need one It's a little bit further away Oh 
I'm not, I'm not gonna point at my wall. Like I do that with um, sure. I do that with some of my like um, like students. I'm like, there you go. That's the piece. So no, <laughs> I do have. Um, just give me a minute. Let me see if I can reach it. It's a little bit far. So there you go. This one. Wow. Uh, can you see it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So this one is from my uh, upcoming collection. It's called Bold. Uh, so the upcoming collection that I have is mainly about women and our empowerment. So this piece mm-hmm. is all about being bold. I'm trying to find this keyboard, yeah. So it's all about being bold. It's about women kind of standing their own power, just. uh believing in themselves so the collection has about a couple of pieces so it is um that's going to be bold there's uh positivity empowered like different words like that so things that are really like motivational um and this one basically the colors i chose they're all both the whole piece is very like bright it's um the leaves are meant to represent again the person shining through whatever it is what a obstacle whatever is coming through the person's personality who they are showing through standing tall between all of that so this is like a wow. collection and yeah mm-hmm. just one thing And, from mm-hmm. from the launch that's And amazing I, i kind of like this because i actually had uh for my previous session, uh there was a piece it's called uh gratitude and one person actually like the who bought it she was trying like has it her home and every time she sees it she just remembers to be grateful and every time she sees it she just remembers how um it's it's kind of got a story to it so it's like every time you look at the painting you'd count the number of flowers and you mention you remember all the things you're grateful for in those wow. flowers so wow it's like she actually does a daily practice every time she does it she actually remembers that I'm so grateful for my home. I'm so grateful for my family, and she just like it's that piece has become such a special piece for her, uh, mm-hmm. and it just means so much. So that's amazing. And this piece will go to a new home and make it happy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, you're actually making a difference in people's lives, and I think we need a lot more of such people. <laughs> that's that's really nice. So um what what do you have a co-partner? Do, uh, and I can't I'm so excited like co-partner no um I do have um I do have couple of interns who help me with some of the back end stuff uh mm-hmm. but actually I do have an agent who works on things uh basically I've kind of got other people but I don't have a partner who's working with me in the business. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, I think there's a time for everything. So I, I think you've, you've, at least there is a team. So at least you won't be burdened with everything. So did you? What were the challenges that you faced when you actually made made this decision that let's do this full time, or even in the beginning, maybe like what was what were your challenges when doing this? In case somebody's listening to us and is also planning to start one. um i think there's couple of things uh so one of the biggest challenge was me 
was myself uh it was my own fears i think a lot of us resist starting a business doing something for us like we want to and we put in like so i remember i was talking to this girl and she um she was just this lady and she just launched her collection and uh she was just telling me you know if she had gotten an into asking a manufacturer to do it for her and how it wasn't that great compared to when she did it herself like mm-hmm. when she spoke about it and when she tried to sell it and i was just telling her like you know you gave it to a manufacturer how much did you talk about it and compared to how much did you talk about it when you were doing yourself and the difference mm-hmm. so the thing is like people just assume that just because um like they want to do it but they don't put their whole heart into it or they try mm-hmm. it with like a mini amount they're not willing to put in their full heart and full you know full mm-hmm. effort and so that was me a big thing that every time i launch every time i put up a product i put my whole heart into it it's not like i'm i'm like here's a piece and then i take it away i'm like i don't want to talk about it anymore i'll talk about it once that's not the case mm-hmm. so whenever i'm putting out something for me it was really hard to show up consistently and be there be present throughout not just give up so quickly mm-hmm. uh so that was the first thing was uh in terms of figuring out what worked for me because there's so many revenues there's so many streams there's so many ways you can go about the same thing uh and mm-hmm. for me i had to figure out what worked for me and uh, that took me some time because i tested a lot of things some worked some didn't work and i mm-hmm. finally figured out what i actually like So mm-hmm. yeah those were the two main issues and also hiring if you need help you don't have to hire someone full time but at least getting an intern or someone to help you with something that you absolutely do not like so if i don't like certain things like i i it was very hard for me to accept that i couldn't do it myself so i would have someone to help me especially when it was like a website development or something really mm-hmm. stupid as like editing my art so it was okay for me to give it to someone else to do that work for me <laughs> so okay that's that's a very i mean i think i don't know if it's common to women uh, we we feel like we are superheroes already and we have to do everything ourselves <laughs> that's a nice point that you've mentioned there yeah yeah and <laughs> when i started i was like i can do a website like i know i can do a website but it's like is it worth my time to do the website like i would spend maybe 3 weeks to do the website when i could give it to someone else to do it in a week's time so which would i prefer 3 weeks of staring at it hating the fact that i couldn't figure it out or struggling with it and going like i wish someone else would you know i wish it was easier and you know just mm. like in my head for 3 weeks or giving it to someone mm. and then spending my 3 weeks doing something more uh, better so i finally came like so it took me a long time to get to that stage where i now i'm like if i don't like doing it i give mm. it to someone else and i'm going to do stuff that makes me happy and guess what it works out better it works out way better <laughs> that's so nice i mean you you get to choose uh, like what to do and you know choose exactly what makes you happy i i wish people had i think that's a very uh, fortunate thing to have to have in these days a lot of people are doing things that they don't really want to and they're stuck in that cycle of should i i don't like my job or you know it's it's a huge cycle and even quitting so takes like courage 
it takes that's the thing like if you want to go into creative if you want to go into a creative industry uh you have to have to confess and you need to accept that you not do everything and it sounds fun like oh my god i'm going to save like 500 rupees and then when you think about it you're like but that time that i could have given i could have done something better that would have made me make more money and be more profitable than spending it on it's like really understanding that it's okay and taking that mm-hmm. risk and a lot of people don't take that risk it's very scary and that's why the inner work is so important because you need to trust that just because you can't figure out a website does not mean you're not a business owner it does not mean you're not good enough doesn't mean that you you know you're being you know wasteful no it just means that something is there it was a better who can help you out so do what you're doing which is good yeah. like mm. play with your That's strengths right. yeah exactly so like did you do you have anybody uh, who's done this in the family before anybody who was on the creative side or anybody who started their own uh, no. line of products uh okay side, yes uh creative side yes so my sister uh, does scrapbooking albums so she's been in the creative side uh mm-hmm. she used to do jewelry as well uh but built it up nice. the business the way i have done it so mine is a little bit different structure uh mm-hmm. so yeah i did learn a lot seeing her business uh mm-hmm. but a lot of it is still been me kind of figuring it out because i think it's just different way doing things um again as i said like you can't do the same thing else someone else does and make it work for you like some people Got prefer products some people don't want to do the products they want to do something easier so mm. it just depends on your time what makes you happy and what works yeah, true yeah. so like uh, does does your sister help you out exactly. here uh, is is this a lag I used to help mm-hmm. her with her business but this one I'm like it's it's mine <laughs> it's my baby no oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I don't I, I don't have anyone. <laughs> okay. So was your family supportive of this initially or uh, did anybody mock the idea or was was everybody on board from day 1? I think it's a nice standard thing. I think in the culture is like um doing something with creativity uh people generally say that it's not going to work uh that you're taking a big risk that it's not going to be a money thing so i think it's a very standard thing so i can't say it's specifically family they want to be supportive at the same time they don't know it is possible so it's very mm-hmm. tricky uh i take it on as a challenge to show that guess what i can do it <laughs> but it is uh i think even if they want to be supportive they are supportive but they're scared because they don't, don't know if it's actually going to they they like try and then they don't try at the same time so they're like they're halfway uh but i think that's why like now people are getting into like if you see an and they have more people trying to start a business they're more excited but it's still uh not as much as it be in US where a lot of people mm-hmm. they want to go into the creative direction they do uh they know that yeah. there are revenue streams they know that it's possible uh i think it's more open there but in india it is assumed that if you are in a creative field you're not going to be successful uh that's right. i think that's still there it's changing mm-hmm. it's changing very quickly amazing yeah 
I'm hoping to spread the word out that you know with all of these women-led businesses, uh, guys, art is not uh, something to be <laughs> joked about. It is really serious and needs effort, and actually is a very fruitful business for a lot of people. So uh, this, I think, will definitely be one of those episodes where people realize uh, <laughs> that it is it is not a, a thing to be looked down upon or yeah, joked about. Yeah, and having people like you, like you know, really uh, bringing artists and bringing people and talking about things, like it, it actually makes more. Uh, it's like making everyone more aware. Uh, it is possible. Like ten years back, you didn't have many artists who were successful uh, in India. Now that number has gone up massively. Um, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, like, did you uh, like? Um, figure out a way to i'm i'm sorry i like have you ever thought of uh, you know stopping this and starting something new or are, is this just one of the things that you want to stick with like are you are you planning multiple things as in like you mentioned nlp so i'm, I'm i was uh, just wondering no, whether just you're trying to go in that direction it's going to be part of the same thing it's going to be part of the same thing so um there will always be courses that i offer in terms of skill building because i think that's so important mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you can't without the skills sure. you cannot really build your business uh you do need to have the skills like if you can't paint you can't do anything like you still need basics <laughs> always part of it the coaching is going to be additional so uh it's i i can't leave painting like creativity has always been part of my life it's never going to stop it's just it's not It's always great part of it. It shouldn't. Life. Definitely don't think of quitting this. <laughs> I think it it's bring joy to a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh one one I, question I uh I don't have any plans to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, so the uh, so I want to know whether do you think people women are reluctant to uh start businesses like you mentioned uh like how we were talking about though women have had uh, a desire to start a creative business or maybe it's a technical business whatever it is do you think women in general face a lot of hesitation within themselves like you know they they have that internal dialogue within themselves like no i can't do this or what do we, what is we yeah So I think I've met different type of women. I have met people uh, like women who are very reluctant to start. Some of them are very supported like but the, they do start a business but their business is not income source for the house. So they do it but they're not like very serious because they don't actually believe they can be successful. So I've seen a lot of women start, they've done it. Um I've seen a lot of artists, women artists and it's all there but I feel like uh, not all of them still follow everything. They still don't uh, give themselves the permission to succeed. I still see that uh, resistance. Cuz I saw it myself. Like it's not like I could like I was painting for 2 years before I even thought of starting things. So it's like, yeah, sure, I can paint, I can put it up there. I'm excited. Uh but to take myself seriously, say that I'm an entrepreneur, to put out that word that I'm a business owner. that's different mm-hmm. that i feel takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage and i think people are still scared because i think it's a lot of 
beyond a lot of a lot of unknown uh, because culturally mm-hmm. we've been thought business itself is a very big question mark but i think again mm-hmm. that's changing and uh, that's not the case anymore and i think again 2020 taught us that cuz with covid like something so unexpected a lot of people lost jobs a lot of people had a lot of like situations that they never thought that would happen and the stability surprisingly was through media and internet and social media that's the, you know that was the stability which um yeah it's a new thing and i think it's changing i think more and more people like more and more artists that i'm meeting uh, are more excited to start they're doing products they're excited to like launch their business and they're ready to step forward and we all have mm-hmm. it within us i think we have always been this we're very strong like we handle so much we juggle so much are actually really good in handling so many things it's just that we don't give ourselves that permission uh which when you see someone else succeeding it's a lot more easier to believe that you can so that's that's the good thing it it, it actually hurts me when you say that like we... so i get so inspired I'm like oh my god <laughs> when you say that we don't give ourselves the permission to succeed i mean that's quotable and and i don't know why we do that <laughs> It's it's unfortunate but it's like it's kind of I like without being mean but that's the truth right like I didn't like my biggest issue with putting up my putting myself out there it's not like I couldn't have right like starting an Instagram page putting out my art how big a deal it's not even that deep big and sorry a big thing but it took i started doing that two and a half years back like it took me so long for me to put out my art which would have costed me nothing there was nothing that i had to do just put it up there but it was like i was so scared it was i didn't give myself the permission to be a business owner but like can i say that and even about like a, i think 6 7 months back my instagram still said like watercolor artist and now i changed it to entrepreneur because i am in a basic definition of what an entrepreneur is i am but i didn't give myself that permission and i know so many artists so many women who are doing their business like they're doing amazing stuff they're making money but they're like oh my god i'm not doing this you know all these like oh i haven't done this i haven't done this so i'm not an entrepreneur but you are so give yourself that permission <laughs> that is so nice i think i i think i can make t-shirts out of this conversation itself <laughs> so thank you so much uh, like i i feel uh, like i think in, in, on on several levels you've connected a lot and uh, when you mentioned the culture part uh, i i think this this like in if you were to take india as a country um, there are some parts of us our country that are fully business oriented like they would they would be like uh, one of the first guests we had was a gujra uh, she was partly gujarati so she's like everybody's running a business and the other side is like no 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 get an education and get a degree first and then get a job <laughs> so even even like yeah. culture wise we're divided and and there's a lot 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 of different kinds of fights to finish you know before you actually reach there but i think what you meant is right uh, that the pandemic actually taught us that you need to have multiple streams and you know you shouldn't be dependent on a job i think it's like defining the new norm and i really hope uh, you know artist is as a new norm and and 
you know everything that we we have businesses based on that be a lot more uh, credited and people are ready to invest in you guys a lot more uh regarding the investments have you ever looked for investors uh for your for expanding your business further or have you had any challenges in in getting investors on so, board uh, not really but i not really because i'm not looking at something like that um as i said like my business model is a little bit different uh where i am planning to grow it very organically without needing investors um mm-hmm. and it works because the thing is i'm not going to go into retail like i don't have any plans of starting a shop i don't have any plans of doing a big scale retail and again that's again a, a big misconception uh con- mm-hmm. I don't know why that word just but a lot of people assume that if you want to start a business or you want to start something you need to have a massive investment um and you need mm-hmm. to have massive money and it's actually not true you can do it in a very very uh sustainable amount it's mm-hmm. just about investing on the right things at the right time you know so like just because you want to start a business doesn't mean you have a website like right now things have changed so much there's so many free stuff that's available there's so many free apps that's available like i remember before mm-hmm. it was like you needed to have a website mm-hmm. you needed to have a payment platform you needed to have an actual in-store place you needed to actually rent a studio or rent a place have thing put up but now you have social media mm-hmm. people buy online it's so common um i know in india like dunzo is like such a common thing like you just dunzo everything <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know you can ship stuff it's not a big deal you don't have to have an in person rented apart like you know rented um a shop Play. you don't need no to have uh, someone an employee you actually like you don't need that big investment uh so no mm-hmm. i'm not planning to look for an investor i think that would yeah that's not i think that that would not be that would not make me excited so no <laughs> I'm just trying to do things that make me happy. That's that's a great mantra to live by. So, yeah. I think everybody should do that. <laughs> what? Do what excites you. That should be a tagline. <laughs> do what excites you. It's so important. It is so important. because when you do things that don't excite you, trust me, nothing happens like i have tried um i've tried doing stuff that don't excite me nothing when i do something that excites me like or oh, that is so simple that makes me feel happy boom like this huge impact this huge thing that i'm like okay <laughs> um yeah but eventually i do want to go into investing i know i have a big plan for my um, for femdry platform so hopefully by next year i go into investing supporting other businesses and helping them. But yeah. That's amazing. Plan. Wish you all the best and keep doing what you're doing because you're definitely Thanks. making a difference in people's lives, making making people smile and for a person who loves words, I think your naming is bang on right on spot. So I love hearing the stories <laughs> behind that and wish you a lot of success. Keep keep going forward, and I'm gonna link all of the uh, the website, the Instagram. Do let me know if your courses come out, so I can link them again. Uh, I'll try to bring this out in a blog, so it'll be clearer. I think we had some glitches. Thank you so much for hearing, accepting so the invite.
Thank you. Wish you all the best. Bye. You too. Thanks. Thank you so Bye. much.